Dwayne uh, got his jersey retired. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, the jersey will forever be in the American Airlines Very Arena. I'm super excited about it. Reserved. No one will ever wear number three ever again. Uh, his, they did, this is the third day of the festivities. Um, so uh, yesterday was the jersey retirement. The day before that, they did a whole celebration, uh, usually during the jersey retirement ceremony, which are usually at halftime uh, of all the games. Um, players get up and speak. The only t person that spoke last night was Dwayne Wade. Because, uh, except for Pat Riley that introduced him, but the only person that spoke last night was Dwayne Wade because the whole night before that was all the celebrations. Everyone, Everyone spoke yeah. and gave stories, uh, and I, I got to see some of it. It was super touching, and it, it was, was great. Really and yeah. he's just so beloved by the community. You know, they were talking about how when he left in 2016 and went to Chicago for that one season, it was just the hardest thing because to see a player like that. Yeah. And But coming back and being here for a year and a half and ending his career with Miami and Spo and the Heat organization, it was awesome, and I just want to bring that up for a minute, but you know, Dwayne Wade is, I'm super happy he got his jersey yeah. up in the raft. Very well deserved, very deserved. Yeah. I want a fat head of just his face. <laughs> <laughs> Something also happened last night, uh, uh, other than the Dwayne Wade uh, uh, ceremony, uh, retirement, uh, uh, jersey retirement uh, ceremony, uh, was the uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, that happened in Las Vegas, and it was very exciting. Oh, uh, seven rounds. TKO by Tyson Fury, uh, seven Brown. Which is like, just say, that's such a cool day. Tyson Fury, Fury. It's so, so cool. cool. Bro, Deontay also, I love that's it. A, that's a cool thing. But, um, leading up to, uh, for months, there was a lot of big discussion on it because yeah. it's like, for the title, you know, uh, he handed him his first loss uh, ever. Um, and I think that uh, Tyson Fury uh, well deserved it. I think he's um, clearly the more talented fighter. I've, I, I, I saw, I've seen, and I've heard a lot of a lot of talk uh, leading up to this fight. I know a lot of people predicted Deontay Wilder just because of his, his stat, just because it was big and, uh, and uh, yeah, no, just because how he looks and yeah. uh, bigger, but and Tyson Fury doesn't look like that guy. You know, he's kind of more lean than Deontay Wilder is, but no, he, he came out strong. And Deontay, I also heard Deontay Wilder um, was kind of hurt during the whole fight too. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that really had a factor or anything, but you know, it came to the point where like, in the fifth round, his like uh, his his trainer, his people in his corner were wanting to throw him the towel already. Yeah. Uh, but in the seventh round, they didn't, they did throw him the towel and he ended up losing uh, in that knockout. Yeah. But I predicted Wilder. I'll say it. I predicted Wilder <laughs> because of his punching ability. But I will say that Fury is the the better overall fighter, and we saw that in the first match where Wilder got outboxed for most the majority of the rounds, and then he just hit him with a wicked right and he went down. How yeah. How Fury got out from that, nobody knows. Like Jake Paul on Gib, you know? No one knows. No, nobody yes, knows. Yes, please continue. <laughs> this fight, Jake Paul and Gib. Um, coming into the second fight, Fury switched fighters, or switched trainers, which was a big unknown. Um, it obviously worked out for him because yeah. he just outclassed Wilder throughout the entire fight. Um, I will say, though, that third round knockdown, the first one, it appeared that Fury hit Wilder behind the head. And because of that, his ear started bleeding. Yeah. Um, his trainer, D, uh, James Dees, came out and said it was a cut, nothing less, or nothing more. Um, no, I don't believe that. I think he did rupture his eardrum, which was the probable thing. And what, yeah. why that's so important is because once you rupture that eardrum, it throws off your equilibrium. And that's a big thing in boxing. It's your balance. It's your balance. So that's why after that, he just looked wobbly, and he couldn't throw because he couldn't get his balance. Yeah. So. Especially for a big guy like that to carry that to much carry mass, that weight, you know, yeah. Uh, so... Well, well fought on Fury's part. Um, I do think he deserved the victory, whether regardless of whether or not that first knockdown was illegal or not. I do think he deserved it, and we'll see what happens now. I saw he tweeted out Tyson Fury tweeted out like seven years ago. He was like, 
my, the biggest fight in this era is going to be my fight against I think Deontay Wilder. Yeah. So um, you know. It was. They broke records. Oh yeah. Oh, by far. It was, yeah. It was largely viewed, and it was yes. uh, it was very exciting. Um, um, I want to get into like the worst sport ever, baseball, and uh, what's going what's going on with the, oh, yeah. the what's going on with the Houston Astros. Oh. Um, uh, we uh, uh, we've just we've discussed it uh, like around and it, it it wasn't this huge of a thing, but but honestly, I think this is good for baseball because now people do. remember that it exists. You know, nobody <laughs> like well, do you? I mean, maybe this just is in my group of friends. The people where I live, maybe it's not the same in other places, but there is never a time where you know we come to school and we're like. You, you, you watched a baseball game? Yeah. game last I don't night? think I've ever, in my four years of high school, I don't think I've ever had a Talk, single I'm conversation a around a baseball game. And, no, and you're right. It, it's, it's, I think Not it's, even a World Series. We're talking about for no. a second, if even. Uh, you know, um, I think it, it's, uh, it's such a shame for the sport because I think it, it now, whenever you think of baseball, you think of the Astros cheating, and I think it's, it gives a very bad look uh, on, on baseball. Um, I think that... Um, you know, the commissioner by basically letting all the players off the hook and saying like, uh, okay, all you guys are free if you just tell me that you did yeah, it. That's, like, there needs that. to be a punishment or something. Uh, all the general managers, all the trainers, all the people that were involved, uh, the coaching staff got fired. They were all let off of their jobs even when they went to another team. Um, but, you know, I think it, it takes balls for Mike Fires to step up and and say like I, when I was on the team in 2017 they cheated yeah. and um, well, if you look he's getting death threats and stuff. he's getting death threats and stuff and it's right. it's horrible but I mean he did the right thing and it's a shame for that that the Astros cheated like that this the banging on the trash can stuff um, uh, signals have been in baseball for years but not to the extent of placing cameras to see the other team signals players like John Carlos Stanton have come out and said if I could see if I knew the signal like if I knew what they yeah. were throwing to me I. I'd hit 80 home runs. Well, and if you look at the precedent set by baseball, you know, in the 40s with players betting on games, yeah. those players were disgraced. They were stripped of their titles. They were not allowed to play baseball anymore. And in the record books, you know, they're not thought of as great players anymore. I don't care about baseball, so I can't now name any of those players. I don't <laughs> remember. I don't even remember what team it was, but I know what happened. Yeah. They were disgraced. They had all of this, they were not let off the hook like no, the Astros players are now. And I think that's weird. It's not, it, cheating does not belong in sports. It takes away the essence of the game, even when it is high stakes, you know, a lot of money involved. It's just not right. You know, the owner's getting so much backlash from all the players in the league too, because, you know, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, whenever it's something, he's, he is the first guy, he is the yeah, best commissioner in all of sports, better, more, better than Goodell, because he comes out and he has a real relationship with the players, yeah. man. And, you know, naming the MVP award, the, the also the MVP Bryan after Kobe award. Bryant, he's the first guy, uh, along with David Stern, the late David Stern when he was still alive, you know, they worked together um, in, his late, in his last few years as commissioner to really change the NBA, and Adam Silver has made such a connection with the league. And you know the commissioner of the NFL, who's uh, the commissioner of the MLB, whose name I'm forgetting, uh, just isn't he nowhere close to that yeah. because he's basically saying like, I don't really care that you guys, I under, I, I get you guys cheated, but I don't just care enough it. to just admit it, punish yeah. you for it. Like Miles Garrett got suspended indefinitely, but yeah, he but like he didn't. It's not like Spygate where you saw the other teams like like playbook, you know, and even that wasn't as worse as, as this, I don't think. I mean, 
they are getting off easy, I think. I mean, athletes from other sports, like I know LeBron tweeted, I think J.J. Watt treat, tweeted also how disgraceful this was mm-hmm. that the commissioner isn't doing anything. They're saying, like, listen to your players, Yeah, because I know the players want them. Yeah. I've, um, they want them to get well, stripped of the championship. Well, see they're being successful, and you find out that they cheated, especially as a player. They they're cheated the for a championship, right? too. And if you're a player, you know... Especially a player that's getting beat by this team, you know, a championship that yeah. you didn't win because a team that cheated yeah. won is like, are you kidding me? And they're allowed to keep the championship. Yeah, I think they should. I think they should. Oh, me, me, me too. I think all the rings should get taken away too. One thing I thought that was super interesting was that the MLB basically went and offered the Dodgers the the title, I and and, I and they literally said like, no, we still lost. No, like, I, we I don't think, deserve. I think it should just be taken. I don't think it should be given to anybody. I yeah, think it should. 2017 shouldn't have a, like no. Should be yeah. blank, or there should be like an asterisk, an asterisk, asterisk yeah. record book or something. That's what. But you know, I think like uh, seeing seeing this uh, happen. All the if you're a player on the opposite team and you're playing the Astros, like don't even acknowledge them. Like no, t- turn the turn your back and don't even like acknowledge that. Like who, I don't even care if you're playing this team. We'll still compete with you. But like we don't. I don't even care enough to shake your hand after the game, man. Uh, or if they did a strike that they just refused to play, they would go and just play stand still, and instead of instead of pitching, they'd roll the ball. And, you know, <laughs> just you know, we're just not going to play you. I, 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 another organization uh, that's made some big news lately is really the XFL. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah uh, XFL, I think we need to get into that a little bit, uh, yeah, just for do. the sake of it. Um, I think that the, the 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 statistics have come out. The the viewership. Uh, has not been awful, like at yeah, all actually. Unlike, uh, unlike the AF, which failed miserably. Oh, yeah, but you know, I, I, you know, at week one clearly like, oh my god, it's new a new league. We want to watch it. But weeks two and three didn't drop as oh, far were... as I expected personally because we saw other leagues like work and uh, work for oh, that man, first week I and then fail. First week I and then fail. I didn't watch. But <laughs> I watched fan. the first week. I watched the fake week. fan. I was busy. I watched a recap. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really I do want to try to get to an XFL game though because because <laughs> Tampa, it's not the NFL. Tampa, teams you know, are not that well, expensive. Jagger, hey, you drive. Well, let's go to uh, oh yeah, Tampa Bay Vipers game. Road trip, trip. baby, road trip. Yeah, they actually play my favorite team, the Battle Hawks, uh, yeah. March fourteenth. That'll be good. Really? Oh, um, dude, yeah. March fourteenth is Miami's first game, bro. That's where I'm gonna be at. Yeah, we care about soccer much, very much. <laughs> that was sarcastic. <laughs> By the way, you can tell. I don't like soccer. The biggest storyline that uh, the the XFL has uh, caught the eye of many people is the story of PJ Walker, who's the quarterback for the Roughnecks. Um, and he's made a big splash this year. Uh, he leads the league in touchdowns and yards. Um, he has been playing like no other quarterback in that. And out of those eight teams that are, have been playing this season, um, he was on the Colts. Uh, practice squad for a few seasons uh, and caught the eye of Andrew Luck, whose dad is the commissioner of the XFL, and uh, basically said to his dad, like, hey, this kid, uh, he, you need to bring him to the XFL. You need him to be a starting quarterback in the league because he's good. And clearly he was a quarterback at the time and he didn't want to take his job, but like he was good enough to have his own team and now he's leading this other new startup league um, in, in the biggest stats that the sport cares about. And I think... Uh, Hopefully, if the XFL can start to bring in these unknown players and maybe even take some kids out of college and right out of college, well, that is the goal. This it needs to be yeah. a, it needs to be a starter league, and I think that'll I be. Think it, the XFL they said they, said they like, want to operate independent of the NFL. They're not taking you know retired NFL players. They, they said no to Kaepernick, right. no to Johnny Manziel, yeah. no to. Um, I think the XFL uh, though is like kind of 
the NFL's G League in a way. Don't be. Uh, they need to make yeah. it. I, I think that they're gonna like. I, I, I don't. I, I don't think they should be. I don't teams. think they should be completely independent from the NFL. Well, no, they need to work together. They They need to work together. They have to be, and the NFL will remain to a degree dependent on the NFL because the NFL is still the football league. XFL is just another you know thing that's happening, but it's the same sport. They can't operate independently because football is football, and even mm-hmm. if they changed a couple of rules, they changed kickoff. It's still which I like. Football. I like, I I like, like that. I like that too. Yeah, a lot of it's still football. It's still the same sport. Um, you know, the the very few amount of teams is actually cool because for people in the NFL that you know don't actually care enough to know every team and know what's happening with every team at all times, having only eight teams. Makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. That being said, I still know very little about any of these teams. <laughs> I know that uh, oh, my favorite team, um, the Battle Hawks, the Battle Hawks <laughs> they are third in the league uh, for passing yards, uh, and they're leading the league in both rushing yards and uh, offensive yards because they're the best team in the world. Yeah. And they're awesome and True. they're great. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, We've seen it with the with even the NBA for years. The Western Conference have kind yeah. of uh, so the got, gotten is. so much higher than the East, and um, recently because of Giannis and the Seventy Sixers, the Celtics have kind of recaptured their their old magic, and and even the Miami Heat, who were unexpected, and now they're a top team in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the East is more competitive. They even had to change the All Star Game format because the West was just dominating the East for years in a row, and they changed it, and now even the captains are so much better. But um, you know. The competitive, the competitiveness in sports is what gets the viewers watching, yeah. and I think um, sometimes the leagues forget that a little bit in just the midst of like, we're we're worried about this season, not the future, and I think you need to worry about it season by season because if there is an issue, a problem, you know, you got to focus on that, but. You need to look at the fears up ahead and being like, look, if the West is dominating right now, who knows in a few years, the East won't be competitive at all or something yeah. like that. Um, you know, so hopefully the XFL, I, I, I would like it to expand. Like, I like the eight teams because it's competitive and, you know, the short schedule going to the playoffs faster might be more competitive. But if it's more teams, it's just um, it, the competitiveness might be more exciting to watch. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah except right now I can't even name all eight teams, so... Might be an issue adding more. Okay. <laughs> the Vipers. The Battlehawks. Battlehawks. Renegades. Roughnecks. Renegades. Um, Dragons. Dragons. Seattle, Seattle Dragons. Dragons. Um, oh, the New York Guardians. The Guardians. No, yeah, the Defenders. DC Defenders. Got seven. The, there's one more. There's one more. Is there a Louisiana? There's more than one in Texas. There's another one in Texas. Wait, we said Dallas we Renegades. Said Dallas Renegades. There's another one in Texas. The Houston, oh, that's Roughnecks. Um, <laughs> okay. No, 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 we got this, we got this, we got this. You think about it, you um, think about here, it. Here, let's cut, and then you can Google it. <laughs> Wildcats, we didn't say the LA Wildcats. New York Guardians, St. Louis Biohawks, Seattle Dragons, Vipers, and Defenders. 7 out of 8 is not bad. 7 out of 8 is pretty good. 7 out of 8. Yeah. What do you mean? We got 8 out of 8. No, we didn't guess the LA Wildcats. We, we didn't say Wildcats. Alright, well, let's Come do back it. Yeah. We got 8 out of 8. Thank you for being here, Jagger. Thank you. Uh, Zach, always a pleasure.
Next time, we will have our song for Shaq completely ready for you guys. Stay um, tuned. Stay tuned. Hashtag yeah, song maybe for Shaq we'll have on a music iTunes. Video Hashtag song for yeah. Shaq. <laughs> and we'll see you. Okay. Apologies to our dear friend Shaquille O'Neal. Sorry we couldn't get you on the show this time, man, but we will try next week. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. And remember, the golden rule.